I hope that if things return to a little bit more normalcy, truly, I hope that I can keep a little bit of this day-by-day mentality. It's just been a lesson so far this year. Halfway mark, and it's like, well, damn, (laughs) we had no idea. everyone welcome back to the we talk real talk podcast this is episode 20 of season two which is crazy I is it like really season- episode 20 <laughs> yeah I, I feel like season two just started i know huh, that's cool it'll be episode 20 and we'll be talking about like things in 2020 i, I really like that i know i love <laughs> we it we didn't plan it <laughs> so lydia and i were talking and we decided that it would be cool well not cool, kind of sad, but a good episode to talk kind about. Kind of sad. <laughs> now, now that we're halfway through about 2020, or halfway from when we recorded our 2020 goals episode, that it'd yes. be nice to kind of listen to that, kind of take a step back and digest kind of how those goals for us have gone, how our year has been so far, and how we're going to have to kind of rework those goals and intentions now that um, life is different. And unexpectedly different yeah um and hopefully as you guys listen to this you can do some own you know do your own self-reflection and think about your own goals and your own vision kind of for the year and think about how things have changed um how things should be tweaked um and I told Paige I listened to our 2020 podcast or, or our 2020 goals podcast from um, back in December, which December or January, which if you haven't listened, go back and listen now. Um, and it was, it was, I don't want to say eerie. Eerie is not the right word. I feel like eerie is a good word. It was just, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe eerie. I don't know. It was just so interesting to listen to everything we were saying and then thinking, wow, we have no idea, like this Lydia and Paige that is sitting here recording this episode, they have no idea what's about to happen in the next five months. No idea. Like zero idea. It's. I'm glad that you listened to it because I think it would have creeped me out. Uh, yeah, it was just interesting. And um, when Paige and I were talking about kind of the idea for this episode, I told her that I had listen to this Rachel Hollis podcast kind of about a similar type of theme but um, kind of in a different direction and she talks more so about being comfortable with the unknown and I didn't talk to you about this earlier page but I thought what she said was really interesting so normally we all we most of us like being in control right in some capacity we like being in control we like this we like that stability and if anything, COVID-19, this quarantine, it's been anything but controllable, right? And she talks about how what's funny is before all of this started happening, we really weren't in control. We thought we were, but we weren't. So what she meant, what she meant by that was we don't have control of if we lose our job or if someone close to us unexpectedly dies or someone gets really sick. Like we, those huge things though, you know, we have no control over what's going to happen tomorrow. Truly, right? We, we don't know what the future truly is, go- is going to hold. Like we never were in control. And I just thought about that and I was like, oh, 
I don't know how I feel about knowing that. <laughs> no, that's and, kind of a weird thing to think about. Right, right. And then and then she says, what we did have control over were those little things, right? So the ability to um, grab coffee on the way home or the ability to go out for dinner with your family or friends, the ability to, to go see a show, like those, those little things every day, like planning your weekend, planning what you're going to do at night, you know. The ability so, to hug your family who right, you haven't right. seen in a while. <laughs> So those little things is what we had control over. And that's what made us think we had control over like life in the world. And so because we now no longer have control over those little things, it feels like we have control over nothing. Isn't that? It's a very interesting perspective. Isn't it? So Yeah. yeah, I thought that was just really interesting. And, you know, she goes on to talk about essentially to find the little things in quarantine and with life now that you can control, which I think is a lot more challenging um, right now than what it used to be. I would agree. Yeah. So sorry, side tangent, but um, I think when thinking about doing this podcast, um, it, it it's interesting to, to reflect back on the goals that Paige and I set for each other or set for ourselves, <laughs> each other, my goals for you, Paige. <laughs> Um, no, but our goals, you know, six months ago are things that we thought we could control. And a lot, a lot of these, as we go through them are things that we didn't have control over. So I'm excited to go through them and excited to talk it out with you. Me too. You, do you want to start with one of yours? Sure. Um, so I, little disclosure, I feel like most of mine I just either failed or I've not done anything with. So just brace yourself. (laughs) Um, So let's see. I'm going to start with, I'll just start with the first one I have. So I had this idea that in 2020, I would embrace this minimalist life. Um, And I probably set myself up to fail with this one because I hadn't, I didn't actually set like a goal, specific achievable goals. I just kind of went in with the attention intention of, I just, I want to live minimally. And I think, I think that a lot of people have embraced part of this in the sense of if you've been quarantined at home, I think a lot of people have gone through and done deep cleans and organizing and getting rid of things that they don't need anymore. And I have not done that. And I probably should, um, but like I'm looking at my dresser right now filled with books and products of things that I probably don't need and I probably should get rid of. Um, but, and this one kind of goes along with my, my third one, um, which is that the intention, or I guess the, the idea of being intentional with my purchases and that one, I do think I, I've stuck to, um, you know, you see all these little like memes and whatnot on social media of um, like someone walking down the street and they're like me with all of my Amazon purchases from from like quarantine or whatever. <laughs> um, do you feel like you've purchased more since being in, since being at home? Not any more than I would than I would have. I think. Okay. Um, I've bought more like sweatshirts and stuff because I find myself wearing them more, and I I'm like craving like new loungewear, you know. I right. bought like more like loungy wear probably. I did a big Sephora order because they had a sale, but mm-hmm. I probably would have done that big order had this not happened anyway. So right. I don't know. I don't think I'm <laughs> buying any more than I would have. Maybe even a little bit less because I just I'm just feeling like 
I don't know. I guess I just feel kind of off about like buying things right now. Right. No, no, that totally makes sense. Um, well, and John and I, we, we made that little challenge for each other that in April, um, so I, you know, I'm a, I'm a wino. I love my wine. And so I wasn't going to purchase any wine for that month. And then he, he is a big Amazon purchaser and he would get a lot of Starbucks coffees or coffees from around the area. Um, and so his goal for that month was to not do any, any of those little purchases either. And we both, for the most part, stuck to it pretty well. Um, and I just, so now we have a little bit of extra money. I mean, it's not a ton, it's probably a couple hundred dollars, but, you know, taking that money if we want to and put it towards something that is going to last longer than an iced coffee, you know? Um, and that's how I think we've tried we've tried to be over these last few months is to be very intentional with what it is that we're purchasing, like not just buying to buy. Um, for example, I was at, I was at, um, Target the other day and I needed to get a couple things for, um, some gifts here and there. And originally I had like so many things in my cart. So, so many. And I was like, okay, Lydia, you, you need to be, don't just like spend your money just to spend it, right? Like that's, I, I feel like that's how I was. I would just buy it just to spend it. And then I, everything that I purchased, I literally thought about, okay, why am I purchasing this? Is it going to bring myself joy or is it going to bring the person I'm giving it to joy? And if not, then it's going to go back, which is I probably now thinking about that, I probably should have done that before I picked up the item <laughs> with all the COVID stuff going on, but oops. <laughs> I have a similar experience. I literally just went to Target this week, earlier this week, to pick up a, uh -huh. like an online order. I had ordered um, a hamper and a bigger dog bed for Finn because he outgrew his. Mm -hmm. And I went in and obviously did not just go straight to the pickup counter. I, even though I was trying to do pickup because, you know, COVID, I still walked through the whole store with my mask <laughs> and I'm um, walking through all the aisles. I all of a sudden need a basket. So I start adding <laughs> more to the basket <laughs> than I ordered in this pickup order. And yeah, I had this like moment. I got to the like grocery part because I needed to get some almond milk. And I had this moment in the aisle where I looked at my cart or my basket and I was like I'm literally just buying this to buy it and I, I like really Lydia I had this moment like in the really? food aisle where I like unloaded the cart god the basket it was a basket I unloaded the basket <laughs> and I in this aisle was like taking everything out of this basket and kind of thinking about it I was crouched down in the aisle and I decided like okay I'm just gonna get these ones and then I ended up like putting everything else back and it was like this weird moment I had that's so funny. Paige is having a, an epiphany in Target. <laughs> Literally, in the middle of a food aisle. <laughs> That's so funny. That It's funny that it both happened to us at Target. Yeah, I because I had I, – I was completely out of candles because I'm home more, so I'm burning candles all day. And right. so I put like an $8 candle in my cart. I was excited about that decision. But then I started putting more candles in my cart. And then it was a basket. <laughs> it was a basket. <laughs> and then – Jimmy and I bleach dyed sweatshirts and my oh, mine like got a hole burned through it because I left the bleach on for too long. So oh. I went and got that same sweatshirt again to bleach dye it and I had that in there. And then I had like lights for our new balcony and then I had a citronella candle for outside at our new balcony. And I just had all these – and then I had like a 
all these random things. So I ended right. up putting the second candle back. I ended up putting the sweatshirt back. I decided I could get a cheap sweatshirt on Amazon rather than spending 20 bucks on this Target one. I did that. Wow. I, I really was proud of myself. I know. I'm especially because Target's hard. Target gets you. Yeah. Like you literally, you, you put all your stuff in your, your cart or your basket and then you end up at the cash register and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of money. How did this even happen? It adds up quickly there. seriously it does I I think I don't know I I I would say a good chunk of people though that I've talked to are trying to be a little bit more intentional with purchases during this time as well just because of you know if if people are getting furloughed or if they don't have a job or you know if hours are being cut I think it's forcing us to take the time to reflect on what it is that we truly need versus what it is that we want and being very intentional with our wants, right? Like it's okay. My mom, my mom, ugh, I love my mom, but she's whenever I would get anything as a kid or even adult, an adult, like I'd pick up something from the store and she'd be like, "Lydia, is that a need or a want?" And she still does that now. And it, it I understand why she did it, but I think it almost um, what's the right verbiage? It. I think it it makes me a little anxious when when purchasing things and I can be a little weird about my finances because it makes me feel guilty spending like any money on myself. It makes me feel a little guilty doing it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't I don't think we need to feel guilty about choosing to purchase a want that is intentional and will serve a purpose in your life whether it's simply just it brings you joy and happiness or it is something that serves an actual like functional purpose in your home. Does that make sense? No, I think that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So, um, anyway, back to my goals. I feel like I've been, I have been trying to be, um, more intentional with, especially with the, with the quote things that I think I need. Um, I, I tend to spend, I spend the most money on groceries that's my like biggest thing I I will less so buy random things random um like objects or material type things but if there are like I'll spend money to buy extra like chia seeds or or things that I probably don't necessarily need or um I don't know. And so I, I've been, even with groceries, I'm trying to be like, okay, we don't need that. Or we just had, we just had that last week. Like we, we can do without it. Um, and so I think, um, I don't know, just that, that concept of like self reflection and thinking about what you're truly choosing to spend your money on. And is it, is it smart to do so or not? So I don't know. I've half hit that goal. I think half not. It's, it's a hard one though, because it's not something that's, like tangible you can be like oh you know cross it off my my list of I've achieved this you know what I mean ongoing yeah right right what about you so the first one is I talked about in that episode this 100 day workout thing where it was called like the morning meltdown 100 you do 100 workouts blah 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 um I was doing pretty well with that but um did I complete that uh no and I don't really know why but I stopped I stopped using that service because I was Peloton had done this free 90 day trial of their service. So I kind of switched over to them and I was liking theirs better. 
So I feel like that's not a fault to me. No. I just kind of changed my direction there. Right. No, I think that's fine. So I said, like, I talked about in this episode how doing this at home, like, it's nice to work out at home and not have to you know, drive and go go to the place. And it's just ironic that now it is your only option to work out at home. Like how interesting. Like I had no I idea. Yeah. I had no idea in December when I recorded that 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 was going to be my only option. And I think it's crazy that I'd already kind of started adjusting to that workout right. routine. I know. Like imagine if you hadn't. I know. I wonder if that transition would have been harder for you. And it's interesting because the next one on the list is that I talked about like doing more Orange Theory classes if I ever moved closer to an Orange Theory, like getting back into the Orange Theory thing. Well, I mean, that's not going to happen. And one, I'm not moving close to one anymore. And two, it's just not happening. Like I'm not going right. to a workout class for a long time. As I, w- I feel I like wonder, most people shouldn't. Right. I wonder if Orange Theory is um, – if they post any like free – videos or doing any like trials like like peloton is doing i wonder if they've done anything i know know a lot of places like orange theory that they're really like taking a hit um they're they're giving access their members who are still paying they're giving (laughs) them access to like private classes through zoom like you have to have a membership to get like the code and stuff so maybe they're doing something more like that i'm not sure i haven't looked into it but huh interesting yeah no that makes sense I know there are a few people at my work that do CrossFit and so that's what CrossFit's doing yeah they you like zoom in and do the workouts but I just think it would be hard because a lot of those gyms you're you're using the equipment that's at the gym like how do you I heard I heard a segment on the radio at this segment on this country station I listen to every morning when I drive to work Mm -hmm. if I drive to work um and they do this little segment now, like a kind of like our good thing that we used to do, but like they talk about just something good and mm-hmm. something good that someone's doing. And so this person called in because they, they were the person chosen and they have a gym in Bloomington Normal actually. And they re- rented out for free. You just had to check it. They checked out all of their equipment in the whole gym for all their members to take home. So oh, wow. he says the gym is completely empty up, up to the mats, the workout mats, um, every little thing people people wanted they wanted it to work out at home so I think a lot of gyms are kind of taking advantage of that and like checking out their equipment to everybody until people can come back to the studios that's really cool that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. wow and I know that spin studios they're they're doing renting more because I mean this is equipment that's going to take like wear and tear but they're sure. they're renting out their spin bikes for people to do spin at home and stuff like that so that's really I think that's cool. a really cool thing that I mean it's a good solution I guess yeah it just makes me wonder how things are how things will be six months from now you know if if it's safe to return to what it once was will that happen or will they will there be a whole new market for truly for working at home working out at home you know yeah I don't know it's just interesting I um I was also talking to John this morning he said that in one of his meetings um a couple days ago his boss or one either his boss or or um his boss's boss was was saying oh yeah I'm interested to see when we all get back you know who's gained the most weight because I know I've gained weight (laughs) And it just made, you know, it just makes me think, I don't know, are people, are people gaining more weight in quarantine because they're not moving, they're not getting up and walking around or doing as many things? Or on the flip side, I know people who've actually lost weight since quarantine because they're not, they're not going out and having dinner and buying drinks and going to the bars and, and, or like they purchased equipment and actually are using it at home. 
I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I. It's just interesting. Um, I think our last fitness one that I have a feeling neither one of us are doing anything for <laughs> is marathon stuff. Um, honestly, I don't, I would doubt any type of race or marathon is actually happening anymore. Yeah, I would doubt um, it too. But yeah, um, definitely both of us, I think a big chunk of the episode, we're talking about marathons and how, mm-hmm. how it was a goal to do another one or my first one. And we talked a lot about marathons in that episode. And it's just so crazy. Like we had no idea that they wouldn't even exist this year. And I, I already had two half marathons get canceled that, that have already like passed. Like I had one in April and one in May and both are both have passed. They were canceled. And the Chicago you- marathon was what I had talked about in this episode. Mm-hmm. And one, I didn't get a bid. Um, so I wouldn't have probably done it anyway because I didn't. I never got into the fundraising thing. Well, imagine how hard it would be f- to fundraise right now. Like people are already kind of limited on cash and whatnot, just with everything going on. Like it would have been, I feel like, really hard for you to try and fundraise. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And I I talked about doing like the Fox Valley one in September, but there's there's no way either of those marathons are happening. I mean that's thousands of people that like no way (laughs) at least not in Illinois yeah um yeah did you do any of your half marathons virtually no (laughs) yeah no I didn't I didn't either um my friend Kirby she she did we were gonna do one in Kenosha um the first weekend of May and she did that one at home she called it the hometown half her and Chris did it Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What 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 half marathon was it? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I half. did that one last year. Really? Yeah, it was the was I think it was the Wisconsin marathon and half marathon. It was like in Kenosha. Yeah, that's the one we were gonna do. Yeah, that was actually that was my best ever half marathon. Really? I p I like pr'd by a lot <laughs> on that one. It was actually a really pretty course. So. Hopefully next year. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, Lynn. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's a good one though. But yeah, I it, that actually makes me really sad. That's one thing I, I I was thinking about the other day on one of my runs how how much I miss doing races and the fact that we probably won't really have any races this year. It makes me really sad because one, just the excitement of being there, like on the day of and just feeling, you know, accomplished at the end. But then two, I feel like when I have a race that I know I am going to be doing, it makes me more motivated to train, motivated to eat healthy, motivated to just, you know, I don't know. And now John and I were talking and John was like, well, why don't we just like, you can just run a marathon yourself. And I was like, no, I am not running 26.2 miles just for me to just no <laughs> no I, like can you imagine waking up and being like all right marathon day and it's just you and it would be really hard that would be so hard I, and we t- actually we talked about in the the past episode about how um I talked about my marathon experience and how there were certain areas on in like Rock Island for the Quad Cities Marathon where it was like just me and nobody mm-hmm. else was around. And it was really, really hard because I had no one to cheer me on. And 
I was like, this is horrible. Like I, so imagine doing that for 26 miles, just completely alone. Could you do it if like John was riding a bike behind you? It would have to, it would probably depend on where, where the course was, like where we had mapped it out. If it was a place that inspired me, then maybe. Actually, that would be really fun if we did that. And I had, I put like my sister at a certain point and like my family at a certain, like my mom at a certain point, but we were all however many feet away, you know, and they were like standing there cheering. I actually really like that. Yeah. Maybe we should do this. That could be fun. That could be really fun. Having like a, a family. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could do a marathon though. I could do a half. Yeah. The half, I mean, the half's more doable, but. That would be really, that would be such a fun thing to do. Huh. I'll mull it over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what's your next one, Paige? So I talked a lot about weddings and trips in the 2020 goals and just like vision episode because Mm -hmm. I had so many weddings to go to and a lot where we're like traveling weddings, right? So you. You literally listed like seven or eight. Seven weddings, yeah. So uh, that's crazy. Um, And bachelorette parties to travel for, those have been canceled too. So, I mean, again, I had no idea. And Mm -hmm. that's crazy. It goes to like, it goes to show like you can't control it. And that's nuts. And something so big as a bachelorette party and wedding that, that, that's such, that's a big thing. It's crazy that like so many of them have been canceled. I don't know. Are there any that are still planned for the time in which they were supposed to, originally supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, so far the only two that have been canceled are the two that I was the maid of honor in. So how ironic is that? But um, oh, uh, <laughs> there, there's one that's still going in July. That one is tentative, but that that one is still planned. And then I think we've got one in August, one in September, one in October, one in December. Oh my gosh! Wow. So we'll see. I mean, and I'm a good chunk sure. of a good chunk of those are not local, right? Like I know there's one in Texas. You said that's the December one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that at least that one is that the for the one you have to travel the farthest for. July is Colorado. Uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I want to go. Like I want. I'm right. excited, but it's just crazy. Like, what is the world going to be like in July? I don't know. I know. I and part of me wonders if they still have it. Would you fly or would you drive? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I you would probably just, have, maybe I would drive. I was gonna say because you haven't purchased your ticket yet. I'm assuming. No, we hmm. could drive. It's a long drive, but you could do it. Yeah, yeah. you could make it like a fun little road trip. Yeah, like a vacation. Like it could be like a longer trip. We could take off more days of work. Right for it. That actually is not a bad idea because I've been kind of nervous about that. I didn't even think about driving for some reason. I've done it twice, because three right. times, four times I've done it. Well, oh wow, twice there, twice back, so twice. But yeah, no, you you could you easily could make it a little little mini vacay. What what about like your other trips and whatnot? Like aside from weddings, are those for the most part canceled or like postponed until further notice? We have a trip planned with our whole family, like my grandma, my mom, my brother. That was in August, like July, August, right? Yeah, and my Canadian family. And we think, we've been talking, and we think at this point, like, like the U.S. side will still be able to go, but, like, will the border be open? 
Well, the Canadians. Oh, be able I didn't to even come. think about that. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing right now is like the borders closed. So, oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Honestly, though, if if the border opens, and I don't see because it's it's like a cottage, right? Like it's not like a big um like hotel chain or something no, like it, it would just be us right so like if you guys were all safe and healthy at that point I couldn't see why it wouldn't be okay you know I know I hope so because I think we're all really looking forward to it and um my cousin had a baby and we haven't met him yet and oh. there's just all these things I, I think we're all just really looking forward to it so I yeah. really I'm, I'm hoping that that can still happen I was I read something on on the internet a couple weeks ago that said how COVID, at least for the next year or two, may completely change the world of travel. And so, you know, we're always used to hopping on a plane and like flying somewhere for like vacation. Like, I feel like that's what a good chunk of us think about when we think about vacation. Um, but over the next year or two, just with everything going on, it vacations are almost going to like revert to how things were. 30, 40 years ago where everybody piled up in the car and it was a road trip to X, Y, or Z place and um, how the industry of Airbnb might actually skyrocket in the next couple of years because people are going to be doing more vacations like that, Mm -hmm. you know, renting a house, a cottage, whatever, versus a big hotel with lots and lots of people. So yeah, I just thought, that that's really interesting so who knows you you guys might still be able to I hope hopefully you can I I really really hope so I hope I I don't know I don't know if I feel like flying is their only option I'm not sure so that'd be like I don't know I am not sure (laughs) yeah well and we so we were originally supposed to take a trip in August too um and we had what we thought about a cruise way back when that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> yeah, no, no cruising. Um, and then we we had talked about, well, what if we drove down to North Carolina? Or what if we went to Michigan? And um, at least with my family, I think it's still... I, I don't foresee anything happening just because everything's up in the air. I also... Being... Working how I work, like with in the healthcare field, I, I feel very conflicted with like seeing people, right? Because like, unless I were to do a two week quarantine, there's no guarantee that I don't have, have something. And I just, I can't imagine how I would feel if I had something and I gave it to someone in my family. So I don't know. We, we've talked about when I get done with this, this residency, maybe I do a self quarantine for two weeks and then we do a staycation at my mom's house. Like everyone does a two week quarantine. And then we do a staycation at her house where literally for a week, we all are just at my mom's house and we're all playing games. And I mean, it'll be August at that point. We can play fun water games outside with Noah and with like sprinklers and whatever, and just, you know, have lots of um, outside fun, like family time. So we, we've talked about that. And I feel like that would be, especially after being away from my family and not, and not like physically seeing family for five months, it might be something that I really, really need, especially if things aren't, won't be changing all that much in, in the months to come after that, it might be kind of like the reset I need. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And I've seen like some of the people I watch on YouTube, they've been doing like, 
they did like at home spring breaks and each day was a different theme they had themes and that's so cool like one day they tie-dyed shirts together like the next day it was like a I don't know whatever there's just different themes in it it looked fun I like that I do Yeah. yeah I like that um I think the last one on your your list for your 2020 goals but this wasn't a goal but you said I think this year is going to be the year of the dog yeah and there's okay yeah so there's two more on my list here that kind of like coincide I don't know they kind of coincide but I got a dog and you all know that but I did get a dog and I think that I wasn't really thinking that it would happen like I think when I said that Mm -hmm. I didn't really think I was gonna get a dog especially as early as I did but I didn't think you were gonna do it then either like I envisioned it being like in the fall yeah or even the following year but yeah so here I am I have a little doggy dog here and that is that's all COVID I I was gonna yeah I was gonna say that's one thing though that COVID actually like helped with because when else would you have had the opportunity to puppy train I feel like I never would have like bit the bullet and done it right no and Finn is so cute and I mean, can you guys, like, imagine your life without him now? No, probably no. not, you know? So that's just so funny. Yeah, it's super weird. And then the next, the last one for me is that I thought that I wouldn't be in Wisconsin. I did know I'd be living with Jimmy eventually and living in a cheaper apartment and all that. And we actually are staying in Wisconsin. And I wouldn't say the apartment is cheaper, but my half of rent will be cheaper than what I'm paying now, which is nice, but it's just interesting. Like things change. You never really mm-hmm. know what your plan is. And I feel like it's just been a lesson so far this year, halfway mark. And it's like, well, damn, <laughs> we had no idea. Well, damn. <laughs> okay. So then going off of that, where do you see yourself by the end of 2020 now, knowing what you know now? Well, because I signed a year lease, I will be in Wisconsin. At the end of 2020. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. I mean, like job stuff. You just right. never know. Um, right. But I don't know. I guess I really can't envision life past May. I think that because I've known that I'm moving in May for so long, that's kind of as far as I can envision. And because we, it's just been so odd. Like I just truly don't know. And I think that's interesting because we were so confident when we recorded in December what mm-hmm. the year looked like. And now halfway through, I don't have any clue. No, you, that's seriously such a good point because I, I remember sitting there recording the episode, literally thinking, okay, a year from now, this is, I envision where I'm going to be. Like, I don't have complete certainty, but I can have, I have a pretty clear vision of what I want, where I want to be. And yeah, now I'm like, will will I have a job come August? I don't know. I hope so. Will I be, I originally had thought that I'd be in Illinois or in John's apartment, you know, saving some money, but if I can't find a job there, I might not be there. You know, it's so, it's just, I can't, I can't even think past May. And so I think my personality has never been like a day by day, like, let's just take it day by day. That's just never been me. I've always been futuristic and a planner. And so this has been a huge game changer with for me because I you can't plan you you can't plan for what we don't know and so I've had to really just say okay Lydia just let it go just focus on what you have to get done today or what you have to get done for this week because we literally we literally don't know and I think 
I've I'm much better at it now than I was back in March. <laughs> um, but I hope that I hope that if things return to a little bit more normalcy, truly, I hope that I can keep a little bit of this day by day mentality. I hope I can keep it with me because I I think I was almost almost too much of a planner and too much of a futuristic type thinking that when things when things didn't turn out the way I wanted them to, it hit me really hard. And I I think that this just this season has at least for me has taught me to just you've got to just learn to be okay with the unknown and that we just have to adapt and change and that life truly it's it's okay like life's going to go on. I don't know. Yeah. Um I think when I look at my, you know, where do you see yourself by the end of 2020? Um, the, the biggest phrase <laughs> that I got when I listened to our podcast was, I don't want to leave 2020 feeling defeated. And it's so interesting. Like that just spoke to me so much because when I said it back then, I meant it in the sense of, you know, by, by the end of the year, you just feel kind of, you know, especially once the holidays are over and you're just waiting for the new year to start. I, I just feel, sometimes I just feel kind of blah and it's like the new year is what invigorates me to just like get back on the horse and keep going, you know? And I think 2020 has thrown a lot of curveballs at every single person and are just country and world and the word like defeated I don't I want all of us to come out of this not thinking that we've been defeated but thinking about that we are even more resilient than what we were at the start of the year yeah so I mean for all of you listening like let this let right now be kind of your little reset right maybe take Mm -hmm. a look back what were your goals what did you have planned how can you maybe change those to fit what this year has become? Right. And know that if by December of this year, the goals are completely different than where life has taken you, know that that's okay, right? Just laugh it off because we literally did not think that we would be where we were five, six months ago. And yet things are still, things are okay. And you're not alone. Everybody, Everybody's goals, big or small, everybody's goals are changing and plans are changing and nobody's alone in that. You might feel alone, especially if you had a very specific goal for yourself or a specific plan for yourself, but I can guarantee you're not alone and just, just bear with yourself because it'll all be okay eventually. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the We Talk Real Talk podcast. Again, hope that it was helpful. Hope you enjoyed. And we are looking forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, guys.